Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. Today I would like to speak to you about the Lord, our physician. In this series about blessings that are yours, blessings that are mine, it's so important to know that God has blessings for us that are already paid for. And they are ready for us to take possession of. And so many people don't take possession of these blessings because they just don't know that they are there and that they are yours and that they are paid for and that God wants you to have them. Uh, Today we talk about a wonderful blessing that we can read in many, many scriptures in the Bible that healing is one of the blessings for the children of God. Now, we are not strangers anymore. Those that are born-again believers, those that have become part of the body of Christ, that have become part of the family of God, you are now a son, a daughter of the Most High. You are his daughter, his son, that is also an heir to all the blessings that he has for us. We don't serve a tiny, puny God. We don't serve a God with lacking and a God that... Uh, is sparingly giving just a little bit to come by. No, we have a God of abundance. And one of these abundance, uh, abundant blessings is healing for his children. We don't have to keep subjecting ourselves to the diseases and the sicknesses that are going around in this world and just have to carry them like those who live without God and that we have no other choice or we have no other way to get rid of these diseases but to suffer and maybe take a pill or some medicine or maybe go from hospital to hospital. You know, I'm very thankful and very glad that we are living in a time that we have hospitals, we have doctors, we have physicians, we have specialists, we have medicines and I'm thankful I live in a time that we can make use of these things that are there to help us with the weaknesses and the frailties of the body but you know that is not my only source or my only uh, hope that I have to look to these hospitals and these doctors and these medicines we have a wonderful divine healer who wants to heal us through miracles I believe in miracles Miracles and wishful thinking are two different things. It's not that I have wishful thinking and I, it's not that I just hope for the best. I believe in miracles, but these miracles are founded on the word of God that we have a miracle working God and his hand has not shortened. His arm has not shortened. His hand has not turned away. We have a God that stretches out his arm, stretches out his hands to touch us from the top of our head to the sole of our body. And whatever our disease or whatever our pains, he is able, yes, he is well able to heal us of all these diseases and sicknesses. He can take away tumors. He can create new organs if necessary. He can give us a blood transfusion and and take away every disease in our blood. He is well able to heal us of any and all diseases because he is the Lord, our great physician. And uh, it's something we must believe. It's something we must accept. And 
It's something we must live in. These are blessings that are there for us. Jesus paid on the cross for our sins. And when he died in our place, he opened the way that all these blessings from heaven can flow to us. And he also made a way for God's divine healing to reach us, to reach you today. Now, there are some people that say it's no longer for today. Healing, yes, that was in Jesus' time. Healing, that was in the time of, uh, of the apostles. But when they died, healing died. Well, I don't find any proof for this in the word of God. I only read verses that say to me that God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He healed before Jesus came in the flesh, and he heals now that Jesus is not with us in the flesh. Jesus was there in the beginning before the earth was created, and Jesus is with us now, hallelujah. And his power has not diminished. And through the stripes of Jesus, we are healed. The Bible says that in his death on the cross, he bore our sicknesses. It means he suffered our pains and carried our infirmities. Listen to this. He suffered our pains. He bore our sicknesses. He carried our infirmities. Not his own, but ours. And since they were ours, and he carried them in our place, we know that by his stripes we are healed. He paid for it all. He carried it all. Hallelujah. When you pray for healing, that does not mean that Jesus needs to go to the cross again to carry that sickness that you are carrying today or that you have in your body, that he must carry that today again to the cross. No, over 2,000 years ago, he carried all our sins and he carried all our sicknesses and he took it upon himself and he paid the ultimate price that we might be set free, hallelujah, of sin, of bondage, of slavery, and of sickness. There are many verses to prove this. In Isaiah, you know this wonderful chapter, chapter 53, but just listen to verse 4 and 5. It says, Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Oh, hallelujah. Dear friend, listen to this. This is not John speaking. This is the word of the Lord telling you today that by the stripes of Jesus, by the wounds of Jesus, you are healed. Oh, say this, say it out loud, wherever you are, in your car or in your home, say it out loud with me and say, by the wounds of Jesus, I am healed. Hallelujah. I believe it. I receive it. I will live in it and I will have it in Jesus name. Oh, it's confirmed in Matthew chapter 8, verse 17. It says that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. 
And again, in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, it is said, who his own self bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. By whose stripes ye were healed. Oh, my dear friend, believe it. It's not John Masbach telling you. It's God himself telling you in his word. And his promises never fail. In Jesus, they are all yes and amen. And they are yes and amen for you. Oh, blessing. Oh, they are yes and amen for you. The blessing of healing is for you. If you are his child, then he wants to heal you. And that healing has already been paid for. And don't forget what it says in Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. If you will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God and will do that which is right in his sight and will give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon thee which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. Oh, you might say, but John, that is Old Testament stuff. Oh, yes, hallelujah, our God does not change. The God of the Old Testament is the God of the New Testament, is the God of today, is the God of the beginning, is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It's the God of Daniel and Esther and Ruth and David. And it's the same God who was the God of Peter and Paul and so many others. And he's the same God for you and for me today. And he does not change. The Bible says, I, the Lord, your God, do not change. I am the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And he is the great physician and the great healer. This is a blessing for us. And he wants you to receive that blessing, live in that blessing, and have that blessing. You know, so many times we say, I just cannot believe it, or I just cannot receive it, or I'm not worthy to receive it, but... If you keep thinking these thoughts of the enemy, you are saying that the, the price that Jesus paid on the cross for you was not enough. That Jesus, what he did for you was not complete. Oh, don't sin with your words and with your tongue like that. But say, Lord, I thank you. I cannot pay for this healing. And there is nothing I can do to deserve it. But I receive your, your grace and your goodness and your love in the form of this healing through the stripes of your son. And I just thank you for this healing. Yes, I'm not worthy. Yes, I should not receive it. I could not be a recipient of, of these wonderful blessings, but yet you have chosen me and you have promised this to me and I don't want to reject you and I don't want to reject your blessing and your gift to me in Christ Jesus. I just say, thank you, Father, and I receive it. Hallelujah. I receive this blessing of healing in my body, in my mind, in my spirit, in my inner man. I receive healing for my complete whole being, and I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Well, I would just like to take a few more minutes and talk to you about another blessing that is yours that is ours, that has already been paid for. You know, it's prosperity, it's blessings. 
its provision. We have the Lord, our provider. The Bible teaches in numerous scriptures and verses that the Lord is our provider, that he provides for his children. In 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, it says, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that through him ye might be rich. Oh, my dear friend, there are blessings that the Lord wants to give to you in the form of provision for all your needs. And I'm so glad I don't serve a God who gives so sparingly. Oh, people might give sparingly because they are maybe stingy or maybe they are afraid to give away what they have, but not our God. Hallelujah. The Bible says that Jesus came to bring life and to bring it more abundantly. Whenever you read the Bible, I always read that God gives abundance more than you can contain. Oh, net-breaking and boat-sinking blessings. Remember that story that they caught so much fish? You know, they had been toiling and working all night, and they didn't catch one fish. But when they went on the word of the Lord, and they threw out their nets again, it says they got such a great amount of fish in their nets that the nets were about to break. And when they pulled it with all their might and strength inside of the boat, the boat almost started to sink. This is how much the blessing of the Lord came into their boat, into their net. And God wants to bring it into your net and into your boat. A net-breaking, boat-sinking blessing for you to supply in all your needs. Not just a few needs. The Bible says he will meet you in all your needs. Nothing is impossible with the Lord. Say that with me. Say, nothing is impossible for you, Lord. I believe it. You are my provider. You will provide in all my needs according to your riches in heaven. Lord, you don't lack anything. And you don't want your children to lack anything. You know, I'm not a man to point you to become materialistic and just have your eyes and your sight on the gold and silver and the riches of this world. No, we know there's much more that's more important than the gold and silver of this world. Oh, to have inner peace and to have an abundance of this inner peace and to have joy and to be satisfied with all that God has given you. Oh, that's a wonderful thing. And to not only receive the blessings, but to enjoy them. You know, I found so many people, they do so much to gain the wealth of this world. But when they have it, it becomes a burden and they don't enjoy that blessing or they don't enjoy that wealth because it brings them so many burdens. The blessings that our provider, our heavenly provider will give to us and he will cast it into our lap. You know, that blessing is not to become a burden to you, but it is a blessing to enjoy. Some people, oh, I wish they have a little less, but that they would enjoy it much more instead of having much more and enjoying it so much less. Oh, enjoy the blessing of the Lord. And that is has to do with the way that you receive it. It has to do with the, with the heart, the, the sentiment of the heart and where the heart is focused on. 
If your heart is just focused on earthly treasures and earthly gain, well, you know, nothing will ever satisfy you in this life. But if you have your sights on the heavenly, and if you are gathering treasures in heaven, oh, then you know, whatever the Lord will give you in this life, it will always be more than enough, and you will be so happy and blessed. You'll be blessed with every breath of air in your lungs. You'll be blessed that you know that your name is in the book of life, that you've received eternal life, that there is a crown awaiting for you, that the heaven gates, the heavenly gates will open for you when you will be pulled up into into glory. You know, these are more important things. But yet, knowing that these things are more important does not mean that in this life on this earth, we always have to live in a poverty and that we are only living on handouts and... uh, that we can never get by. You know, that gives a burden too. If you're always living in poverty and in a state of lack, then you're always burdened. And God doesn't want you to be burdened. You know what it says in the Bible that we shouldn't be burdened about the days of tomorrow and and thereafter because God, he will provide and take care of us. So we know we have our heavenly provider. The Lord is our provider. He doesn't want us to fear how we will feed our children or how we will pay the next bill. Sometimes we need to learn how to use money and and not to go into excessive things without listening to the voice of the Lord. I had to learn in my life that living by faith doesn't always mean you can just do what you want. You need to listen to the voice of the shepherd and you need to know when to do something. You need to know when to buy that house or when not to buy. You need to know when to buy the car or not the car or other things that are things that you need to know how to live and, and, and to be a good steward over the things that God has given you. And there are times that, yes, we live in a state that we, 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 it's a little tough to get by. But, you know, it doesn't mean that we have to accept that this is the life that God has for us for all this life here on earth, that we're always in poverty, always lacking, always in fear, never knowing how to pay the next meal. That's not the way that God wants his children to live. He is our provider, and he will take care of the important things. Yes, of course, above all, he will take care that if we seek him, he will provide that peace, that in peace that endures, that peace that goes beyond the circumstances and the, and the things that happen in your life, that peace that remains stable and strong. Whatever the lack is or whatever the shortcoming is or whatever the deadline is for your next bill, the Lord will give you a peace in your heart that you know that he will provide and take care of you and he's never too late. Even in our mind, when it looks like he's too late, he will always be in time. In some way, he will make a way to get out of your mess. But you know, he will also provide in the things that we need. Well, he will give you what we need, food on your plate, a roof over your head. But he also wants to give in abundance. And I've also known in my life there were seasons Oh, that were seasons of sowing, seasons that he asked me to give the last pennies that I had in my pocket or, or the last amount that I have had on my bank. But, you know, he also brought me to seasons where he blessed me with abundance and where he took care of the things that were not only my need, but also things that I desired and, and things that I even did not know I desired or didn't have my mind on, but he gave me the best things in life and he provided and he wants to give you a good holiday 
And he wants to take care of you that you have a car that you can drive more than that you have to lay under it to fix it and repair it. And maybe it's time for you for a new car or for something else that you need. Maybe you need a good holiday or your children. You need to take them and have some time together. Or maybe there are other things. Well, let me tell you, God, he wants to take care and provide in all these things. There are times for it. Yes, sure. But if you pray and if you believe, well, you know, I found out I didn't even I don't even have to ask for all these things. I just worship him. I thank him. He is my heavenly father. He knows what I need and he wants to bless me with unexpected blessings. Do I deserve any of them? No, I don't, my dear friend. And neither do you, according to the flesh, according to maybe our sins or the life that we have lived. But we have such a gracious, wonderful, forgiving Father. And through the blood, we are forgiven of all our sins. And through Christ, he sees us as perfect new creations. And as his children, he wants to bless us. He wants to take care of us and he wants to bless us. He wants to give us what we need. And he wants to give us these unexpected, wonderful extras. I always expect something extras. And I don't dictate the Lord when and how he should do it. He knows how to do it. And he knows how to get that blessing to me. And he knows what's best for me. And he will do it in his time, in his way. And whatever comes to me in his time and on his way, it has never become a burden to me, but it's always been something to enjoy and has given me fulfillment. Oh, praise the Lord what he will do for you. So expect it. Expect healing. Expect provision for all your needs. And already today, even before you have received it in the natural, lift up your hands. Start to worship him. Start to thank him for who he is. Thank him for his faithfulness. Thank him that he has never left you, nor will he ever leave you, and that he will take care of you as a good father. And thank him for it and praise him for it and start enjoying those blessings. And never forget, very important, look in your life to all the things that you have received from him. Oh, look to all the good things. You know that old song that says, count your blessings every day and you'll see his goodness in it all. And also when you have received a blessing, don't forget to thank him for it. Don't forget to go to his house and praise him for it. Don't forget to testify of his goodness to you. Don't forget to give an extra love offering as an offering of thanks that others may also hear the gospel because God has been good to you. Be good to others. Well, be blessed today. And next time, I'll give you two more wonderful blessings that are yours in Jesus' name and because of the accomplished work of Jesus. Bless you today. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 